0: to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards make a monthly pledge at patreon.com universebox universe box and remember, remember to, to think. think outside
1: look into my eyes not around them not above them but into their center now sleep
2: As you can, there is no escape from the magic man. I like him. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham, set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne Marie Simone. And we are back here on Tuesday, Tuesday night, 8 <laughs> p.m. EST at live.universebox.com with our chatters right now. It's only it's, uh, Jordan. Jordan, but I. Hello, Jordan. Hello. Also known as uh, tkd, TKD kid. Underscore Kid on Twitter. Yeah, the underscore kid. He's always there retweeting us during our Gotham live tweets. Uh, we like also, it. Also, uh, we have, uh, some actors, uh, favoriting and liking our stuff too, like oh, Jamie yeah. Chun. Co-
0: and Corey Michael Smith. And, well, I Gotham out, uh, TV writers. Of Jamie course.
2: Chun is bringing sexy back back. Yep. Oh, the
0: Powell family and has the Powell joined family The family in the chat, the chat rooms.
2: Uh, but I, as always, if you didn't know, we're here. To talk about Gotham. In case you didn't know. If you didn't know from the the name of the show. Legends uh, of Gotham. Legends of Gotham. Or the fact that we've mentioned Gotham 16 16 times times. (laughs) since uh, we started (laughs) the episode. Uh, Legends of Gotham. uh, Gotham. 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 Drinking game. Gotham. 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 Okay, but the way we normally start these out is with a rhyming, whittling episode summary. So, Anne-Marie, why don't you hit us up with that? I...
0: Why is the hypnotist up on the stage? He's doing a trick to garner his wage. What happens when Jim and Lee reunite? They make small talk while Lee brings the bite. Will Bruce help his double? He'll do his best. Will five learn (coughs) enough Bruce, Bruce to pass Cat's Bruce test? Is Jervis Alice's brother? Or is that a disguise? All will be clear when you look into my eyes. Look into my eyes! He's been doing that for two days, Anne-Marie, what'd you think?
2: It was good. It was good? It was good, yes. What what did you think of the Mad Hatter's eyes?
0: I love the Mad Hatter, and I'm glad that he's here Mm -hmm. for more than, like, two episodes.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, considering it's uh, Mad City, uh, Mm -hmm. he's probably going to be around... Just a little bit, I. Uh, but you know, as for me, I really liked it too. I. Uh, but you know what? Since we're, you know, we're already talking about him, we might as well go full throttle. All right. And talk about this homicidal haberdasher, uh, <laughs> the Mad Hatter, Jervis Tetch, uh, uh, the, the Mad Hatter, Jervis Tetch, uh, the homicidal haberdasher. Um, I'm you tra- just like to keep saying any that. other names uh, that we could give him. Uh, not right now. Oh, do you have one?
0: No, I just wanted to continue to say Haberdasher because I enjoy the word haberdasher. 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 Haberdasher.
2: Okay. We're doing okay. that a lot tonight. Okay. So we finally get to meet Jervis Tetch, who has been rumored to appear since late in season one. It took a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I rather like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, this weird drifter hypnotist with an agenda we can't begin to guess. if they pretty good interpretation i think i i, I now I've, I've gone in the past i've gone over uh past versions of the mad hatter different interpretations you have wikipedia you can look it up yeah let's, can talk, do it about, yourself. let's t- talk about this version on the show okay. okay so i'm guessing the watch is an early version of his hat technology his mind control helmet hat things I mm-hmm. uh, you know although i'm pretty sure i saw some metal stuff in the hat as well when he like took it off and oh i didn't actually I didn't notice. Yeah, it looked like there was this weird. I didn't know to notice though. It it looked like there was this weird metal framing in it, which could maybe Mm. indicate some sort of mind control stuff going on. I I guess we'll see. Uh, But, uh, you know, uh, I I wonder if we'll see him use it this season. Like, I I wonder Mm -hmm. if they're going to just keep him with the watch and the hypnotism or if they're going to go full Mad Hatter. And I uh, have him, you know, using his mind-controlling helmet and hats and – because that's kind of his deal in the comics is mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, he has this one hat and then he puts hats on other people or little – sometimes he has little stickers he sticks behind their ears or whatever. I
0: would like to see stickers,
2: and he, like Mr. Yuck stickers. He can, you know, control them with his mind. Mm. Uh, what do you think, Emery? I have no idea you because no it, idea? I mean – I enjoy the little watch. So I mean, <laughs> well, I let's talk it since you're not super familiar with the comic book version. Correct. Uh, w- what were your initial impressions about uh, the Mad Hatter, the that homicidal is- haberdasher?
0: That is exactly what a homicidal haberdasher should be. Mm-hmm. No, I just think he was the perfect mix of the Mad Hatter y'all know and the Mad Hatter I know <laughs> from Alice in Wonderland.
2: And everybody. Once Upon a Time.
0: And he offered Jim a cup of tea. That's all I <laughs> Mm-hmm. That made me happy. Um, <laughs> no, I just thought it was really – he's perfectly creepy yet perfectly sane to those who don't know any better. Mm-hmm. So I think it was perfect.
2: Perfecto. I said
0: perfect too many times. But Perfecto. it was good. I liked it. It was fun.
2: Jordan over perfectly in the creepy. Room, uh, Jordan over in the chat room asks, wonder how Hugo got a hold of Alice and why she ate steroids so much. Oh, we have I'm, plenty of Alice oh, plenty coming up. Coming up, uh, wait until we go through the looking glass uh, in just a couple minutes. Okay, but, um, you, you know, I, I think it's interesting that his hypnosis uh, mm-hmm. makes people only do things people secretly want to do is, is what they say in the episode. I'm thinking it's a bluff. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking it's a total bluff. Why are you thinking it's a bluff? Because why
0: would that one, that guy want to knock his wife out and kill himself? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. there's I mean, no. And he doesn't want to give his house to this random hypnotist no he has to, i mean he has to tell babs that especially because she gets the, the twinkly babs look in her <laughs> eyes like yeah no <laughs> you're not getting involved there
2: well i, I have my own theory on this okay. Well, as you mentioned the guy with the house and the wife and everything yeah his wife seemed a little cool when jervis uh dropped the uh the mistress quip during the hypnotism show mm-hmm. uh during the show but they seem like a standard married couple otherwise. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, why would the guy want to kill his wife? Mm-hmm. On the other hand... Uh, we all know that Jim is a destructive, lonely alcoholic this season who just met his ex's dazzling new boyfriend and then got rejected by his one-night stand. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, he's probably suicidal or could be suicidal. He, he I, I think he's definitely – they've definitely set him up as the type of person who would want to jump off the oh, building. Oh, for
0: jumping off the building. I was like, what yeah. are you talking about? You were just talking about the dude for a minute.
2: Although it's, I the- it, it's weird that Jervis seems to know an awful lot about Jim and his state of mind, the fact that he's lonely, uh, you know, all this kind of stuff, is—is is he just really good at reading people, or did somebody fill him in with some personal information? I'm going with option B. With op- who do you think it might be? I don't know. I never who do quite you think it might be option B. Option B. I. Uh, you know what? I think I think it was option B. Who do you think it was? Option Babs.
0: Babsy!
2: because she see, she seemed pretty interested in Jervis's abilities um it's and true. you you could definitely you I definitely got a read off her that she was thinking oh I could use this to have Jim come after and that's where the line came in that it, you, only things that people would want to do because she's like Jim loves me he just He's too sane to realize it. So let me have this guy hypnotize him and then things will be Peachy King keen. Peachy (laughs) Keen. Peachy King. Plan plan B Peachy King. King, king, king. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, what what I'm thinking is that maybe it's not that he makes people do what they secretly want to do, but that he is able to make them do things they'd be capable of anyway, given the right circumstances. So maybe Mm -hmm. that guy would have been capable of murder. Uh, The guy with the house would have been uh, capable of murder, given the right circumstances. And, I mean, that chicken lady was really good at the chicken. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Oh, I, I did appreciate that they opened up with a bunch of people on stage clucking. They were nice.
0: all different animals. They were. They, they were. were all different animals, but there was
2: one clucker. Hey, uh, anything over in the chapter of memory.
0: <laughs> um, let's see. Bobby is saying, I think he's saying that deep down we all think about things like killing ourselves or others.
2: Yeah, um, Jim- we all have dark moments for Nobody's sure. Somebody's
0: got a moment. Jimbo says Jervis doesn't have complete control over Babs. She'd hurt him if he hurt her. Dude, he had no idea. Or he did, mm-hmm. but I don't think he had any idea what he was had, stepping yeah, into with that—the
2: the Pandora's box that is Barbara's mind. That he was
0: no, about, and, the, s- and the second he started in that route, you can see Tabby go, "Oh man!" Mm-hmm. She's like, "I gotta go! I gotta go <laughs> save this dude!" Before she even went crazy, she was mm-hmm. on her way to the stage.
2: Okay, so uh, we, we've talked a bit about. Um, The Mad Hatter. Why don't we talk a bit about Alice now? You had some thoughts on Alice, right?
0: Okay. So Alice's blood is poison. That's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious how and how, how did it get that way? I feel like this might be a Jervis experiment gone wrong with the way she hates him Mm -hmm. because I'm not blaming Strange on this one. It's very strange and Strange-esque, but I don't think it's him. I think she had that problem first. But why doesn't she know what happens to someone or something when they are exposed? That that confused me because she said she didn't know what would happen – Mm-hmm. Or how he would react. The landlord, the scummy landlord. She didn't know what would happen to him when he touched the blood. Yeah. I thought it was a kiss of death, but here it was just the blood of death. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was weird that she didn't know what well, would do. And how did she get him into the closet then?
2: Are, are you sure that she didn't know? Because, I, I mean, she did say you brought it on yourself when he started. I think because yeah. she,
0: she knew something would happen. I have a feeling that something in the poison or whatever, mm-hmm. it acts different with different people maybe. Could or, be. Uh, you know, sort of like, we're, we're, you know, we're hypnotizing people. Maybe it's sort of a hypnotic type of a poison and it just reacts. I don't know. I'm pulling its jaws, y'all. I don't really know. Um
2: <laughs> uh, Jordan over in the chat room asked if that's a giant question mark on the wall behind you. Yes. yes. That definitely yes, is. Yes, it is.
0: Uh, let's see. Okay. Did Jervis con- – wait. Uh, did Jervis conduct some sort of experiment on his sister? And I'm really questioning if it's really his sister because at this point I question all sibling relationships on the show. Uh-huh. Um, causing her blood to have an adverse reaction. So that's sort of – I'm thinking something went awry between the two of them to cause that. Um, he said that he gave her to Strange for constant supervision and that seems a little fishy as well and I was wondering what or who he got in return mm-hmm. for giving Strange Alice.
2: Yeah, Bobby in the chat room thinks that Strange took advantage of her rare disorder. I, I'm sure. That's very that's very strange. That's so strange.
0: That's so strange. <laughs> um I think he probably, you know, used a little bit of that and a little bit of cuttlefish and mm-hmm. Need some crazies. Uh, Powell
2: family says maybe Alice was experimented on, uh, volunteered by Jarvis Jarv- uh, at Strange's previous Hugo Strange facility from last year, Pinewood. Oh, maybe she was a Pinewood.
0: A Pinewood kid.
2: A Pinewoodie. A
0: P- Pinewood kid. Yes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Why is this, Why is Alice's solution to every anything infected with her blood fire? <laughs> 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 like, is that the only way she knows how to get rid of it? Because she burnt down the bar because blood got on the bar. Mm-hmm. Like that seems that does seem a little extreme. Like bleach, sweetie. Have you heard of bleach? Clorox, yeah. do it. it. It kills everything. Trivia:
2: Alice is the uh, the lost daughter, the illegitimate daughter of Beavis from Beavis and the Butthead. because he was all about fire. Whoa. So Whoa. I, I think she gets it from her dad. Whoa, it's true. Oh, I don't like
0: that
2: Which true. means it's not true.
0: Um. Right. So, uh, Jimbo, and then thinks,
2: he, Jimbo thinks maybe uh, Jervis uh, sold Alice to Strange for some reason.
0: I could see that. I could see that. And then, I mean, because, of course, he came back after the breakout and after Strange was gone and all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what he wanted to do with it. I'm just yeah. – this whole thing has me going, hmm, what's <laughs> going on? Hmm.
2: So yeah, yeah, and a pal family in the chat rooms clarifying about uh, the bird talent girl. Yes, uh, definitely yes. Uh, we re- re- we remember Pinewood. We do. We do. Okay, so we're already halfway there. Let's continue Ooh. to go through the crooking glass and the talk more, glass. a little bit more about Alice. Okay. Okay. So I thought it was interesting how much Alice's curse reminded me of a zombie plague, particularly mm-hmm. since the Mad Hatter's actor is best known for a part on The Walking Dead. I'm thinking, could this be Gotham's way of doing a Halloween-slash-zombie-themed episode a couple episodes down the line? That could be a lot of fun. And if Captain Barnes gets... And Halloween
0: is a Monday.
2: Well, I'm saying if Captain Barnes gets exposed to this infected blood, it could lead him down the path to become Solomon Grundy, which I've been theorizing about. You know, that zombified, uh, you Mm. know, big giant Hulk-type guy. This would be a perfect way to convert him over to solomon grundy and you you know the the kind of acrid poisonous kiss that uh she the landlord takes from her i won't say gives to the landlord there's no giving uh but you know also remind me a lot of poison ivy's traditional femme fatale power set uh Mm -hmm. that's kind of her her that's what she does in the comics uh so I, I'm wondering, will the now older Ivy cross paths with this Alice maybe get some of the blood <gasps> infection? And that's how she gets that Ooh, power.
0: Because she didn't seem to have powers yeah, that she first did. episode. Yeah,
2: she was just kind of... Unhinged a little bit well,
0: all crazy honey mm-hmm. all
2: crazy. uh bobby says uh, in the chat room for a moment he thought they they were implying her blood curse uh or her blood caused the bar fire
0: no i don't think it was that especially because she she burnt the body of the landlord yeah you see her like spray, <laughs> spray
2: him down with some lighter fluid I just and like, then go. but uh you know regardless of uh the whys of her power set i feel like alice isn't quite as innocent as they they no. portray her as in this episode. Right. Well, you know, she burned down the Narrows bar, which you said might have been uh, an overreaction. Uh, you know, plus she seems very put off by Jervis uh, when really, I, I mean, obviously he has people <laughs> kill other people and stuff, so he's right. kind of evil, but he s- did seem really concerned about her here. Hmm. Like, he, he did seem like he had a genuine love for her and genuine concern for her, and when she showed up, he was genuinely happy. Happy. and then she freaks out so there's definitely something going on here we don't know about and i i'm sure they they will uh tell us flesh this out I, as as we go on but tell it, me
3: more
0: tell me more yeah,
2: time will tell if she's a damaged monster or a crazy bitch as the guy who owned the the narrows bar <laughs> stated uh, i love
0: the crazy
2: bitches yeah you, you know so uh, i show full of them it's definitely i i was expecting alice to be kind of like an incidental thing and then we'll get more into that hat or stuff but now i'm I think Almost, she's
0: just as important.
2: I'm more curious about her well, that's than I am you about a basic, the Hatter.
0: You know a basic Hatter story. Yeah. You don't necessarily know this, Alice.
2: Definitely. V- very true. I, I, and I mean, to be fair, a lot of times in the history of the character mm-hmm. – uh you you know a lot of the times he's obsessed with somebody like in the batman the animated series version for example he's obsessed with a girl he works with named alice mm. uh so there's always that obsession there so i mean it's possible that maybe he became obsessed with this girl and he projected the sisterly thing onto her you know like oh. maybe may, maybe that whole relationship is a projection by him and maybe that's why she's so freaked out i mean it could be going that way too and uh, the Powell family in the chat room says, I think he wants to hypnotize her to use her to infect people. Yeah. I, I could definitely see that.
0: I think so, too. And
2: Jimbo thinks she has some good qualities. Uh, she sh- she saved Jim, after all. That's very true. She um, also shaved him, which that was a cut scene. Uh, you know, dude. He, he's getting a little scruffy You with the beard.
0: Okay, we're going to move on now. <laughs> <clears throat> so, what is going on with Crazy Yanni Bruce? Yes. So is he a plant? Is he acting on his own volition? Mm -hmm. So are
2: we going to continue calling him Yanni Bruce or we're going to call him five or whatever? I like Yanni. Or Deuce. Some people have been calling him Deuce.
0: I like Yanni.
2: Yeah, Yanni Bruce. I think we're sticking with. See,
0: I feel like if we call him five, then it's going to feel very Eleven and Stranger Things. Like from Stranger
2: Things, yeah. So
0: I can't. He's Yanni. And, you know, we called him that long ago. Okay. But it's very hard to tell where – What's going on? So, I have a series of mostly questions Mm. and slight statements of what we know so far. She's just asking questions. I'm asking a lot of questions, but isn't that usually what I do? (laughs) So, he remembers being brought to Indian Hill over a year ago, but never left his cell, basically. So, how does he know it's been over a year? How does he not remember anything from before? I find Mm. that a little bit strange.
2: Um, Yeah, well, he he did have some sort of weird scarring, like right at the base of his brainstem. Yeah,
0: we will get to that. Um, Okay, he said that they would give him books to read and perform tests. What kind of books were they giving him? Because I'm a little curious about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's what kind of tests? Uh, obviously there's some crazy ones and he sort of shuddered at the thought of the tests, but I'm not sure if that was like a legit sh- stutter or shudder or, or if, if that was, was for Bruce it. and Alice, um, Alfred, <laughs> Alice, Alfred's <laughs> benefit. Eventually Alice, I'm sure. So it just seemed a little odd. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, he feels no pain, but he has the scar at the back of his neck. So obviously something went on yeah. and he can't like, he feels nothing. He, he's actually seemed mad that he burnt himself. He's like, it's red hurt myself let me eat this roll <laughs> uh, like that's the only so that was weird um i'm leaning more towards him being a plant and i mm-hmm. want to guess by the court of Owls since they were in control of indian hill well
2: alfred has that suspicion now too he kind of brings it up that maybe this is all something from the secrets weird secret society
0: right right but i don't know i'm not completely convinced if who is the target mm-hmm. whether bruce and alfred are the target or that's just you know the through way to get to selena because yeah. he's very, very, very focused on selena
2: Well, like I, I feel like that came from the fact that she, sh- she showed him kindness, and maybe much like Eleven in Stranger Things, maybe he hasn't been shown kindness, kindness before. So the right. first person that shows him that he, he kind of hyper attaches to, it. and then when he realize he sees her come in and talk to Bruce, mm-hmm. he realizes, oh wait, I they. I can exploit my, my resemblance mm-hmm. to Bruce Wayne to get with this girl who I formed this uh, attachment ball. to. You, yeah. you know, it's kind of like uh, cartoons back in the old days. You know, they'd have like a, a baby chick hatched from an egg. And oh, the and first it, person he sees is mother, 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 you know, that yes. sort of stuff. So maybe th- that sort of thing is going on. OK. okay. Bobby in the chat room thinks that uh, he was made to be a plant, but now he's acting on his own. Yeah, he's, you know, that's possible. He, he's de- definitely has some independent sort of agency going on uh, that kind of develops about midway through the episode right so or midway you know. through his part although that scene with him where he like wakes up standing with the uh, with the scissors and stuff uh, just oh, creepy so creepy super creepy okay well we're gonna get back uh, to our main discussion in just a second but first of all we wanted to tell you a little bit about our patreon uh, now if you didn't know, Patreon is a, a sort of a subscription. If you, if you enjoy what we do, if you enjoy the podcast, do we do. You love us? If you love us, you can you can subscribe to us and help support what we do. Yes. Uh, kind of like a you know you do with NPR. You throw them five or six bucks every couple months. You can throw us a buck or two bucks or three mm-hmm. or four bucks every uh, month and and help us uh continue to bring you these great podcasts now we do have uh some goals that we're trying to reach here that include uh Wait, bi-weekly moving commentaries a, a podcasting course that we'll give you for free i'm
0: really excited about that one guys so if mm. we could get there
2: yeah, that that would be great. And, the, you know, those are for we reach support goals. But uh, there's also uh, rewards that we give you if you donate. And uh, the, the most important one is the $5 Star Patrons Club. The $5 Star Patrons Club is for people who donates $5 or more on Patreon for the month. We'll read your name on every podcast we do. This one, Universe Box, We're So Lost. All of them. (laughs) And uh, we'd like to throw a shout-out to our $5 Star Patrons Club right now, which, by the way, are also the most handsome slash beautiful people in the known universe. Uh, We want to thank you, Becca Baca, Angel, Kelsey, HollyMax79, Monica Jones, Sage of Earth, Harry Seidler, Timothy Peters, Robert Cattler, and Hope Molnack, you guys Y'all are awesome. You guys are very attractive, and <laughs> I, I keep 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 your eyes out in the mail because People Magazine is going to be mailing you to appear on their cover as uh, the the top most beautiful people in all of America. If you want to be on the cover of People Magazine, go over and subscribe to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash universebox. And And remember remember to to think outside. outside. Okay, so uh, normally we would have look at this joker here, but we don't. There wasn't really a joker. There wasn't really a joker. There wasn't. And uh, so, Anne-Marie, why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit about Penguin here, okay? (laughs) Whoops. Um, Okay, so Penguin
0: will always beat the system. Can we just, like, how does everyone in Gotham not realize that Penguin will always win? He's going to try um, so, for example, he is constantly outsmarting Mayor James at every twist and turn, mm-hmm. multiple press conferences at the restaurant, which was absolutely <laughs> classic. Definitely. Um, you know, that they all had the reaction, oh,
2: oh ah. I loved how it was like an old fashioned Mexican standoff kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. It was good.
0: That was fantastic. You know, he gets the new head of Arkham to release Ed with pretty much no questions asked. Like, sure, the guy doesn't want to do it, but versus a life of cleaning toilets, he's like, "Go, you're sane, kinda.
3: Mm-hmm. Here's
0: the paper. Just go. <laughs> Get out. Tell the tell the penguin guy I let you go." Um you know, and he survived time and time again with everything that Gotham and beyond has thrown at him, a.k.a. all of seasons one and two, <laughs> including but not limited to all interactions with Falcone, Fish, mm-hmm. Maroni, and Galavan. Dude is a survivor. Definitely. He's not just a survivor. He's, he's a thriver.
2: Yeah, I was going to say he's a thriver.
0: He's a thriver. He's
2: a. Th- We're sharing what, a brain what, today. What do you think about uh, the fact that he's running for mayor? What, what do you think? How, how do you think that's going to go this season? Well, as long as he keep his head out of a box, he
0: should be okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, and no, I'm very excited for it. And, and he does make a good point in this episode where he he says something along the lines of, "It's Gotham. You need a a, a criminal's the perfect person to run this city." And
0: you know that's true. But that same could have been said for Gallivan. But I think the fact that Gallivan had like an ulterior motive versus yeah. taking care of Gotham
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, was his downfall.
2: Well, Gallivan where- was kind of hiding. Uh, or masking his true self
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, to get into a position of power to do right. something penguin really isn't i mean
0: Penguin's just living the life he's
2: not c- coming out and saying hey i killed my stepmom no but uh you know he's not being shy about who he is either right. he's being the penguin he needs to be mm-hmm. for sure but uh yeah. any other thoughts on him running for mayor i think it's gonna be good i yeah. I, mm-hmm. writers, <laughs> I want to see a
0: debate dear gotham tv writers i want to see a debate
2: I'd almost like to see some other people jump in the ring.
0: Who? Who are you throwing in there?
2: I don't know. Um, let's see. Well, Bruce is too young, uh-huh. probably. Uh-huh. Um, Hugo's too strange. Hugo, um, Fish is too Hugo, moony.
0: Hugo's out with Fish. We don't know where they are. We don't Very know what's true. going on. They were told never to come back, but no one ever listens to that <clears throat> penguin. Yeah,
2: it's not going to so, be. I could see maybe Commissioner. Babs. Com- Commissioner Loeb coming Ooh, back. bringing it back. Yeah, that could be fun. Um, could be fun. I'm trying to think of uh, anybody else. Uh, Jim. Jim? No, probably no. not Jim. Probably, probably not. Jim. You know, maybe Ballard. Alfred. I mean, he has but He, Alfred's has someone, not who, running. he has someone who would fund him. Well, yeah, he's bankrolled, but that's not it. <laughs> yeah, but Alfred probably doesn't really care too much about mayorships. No. But, you know, I want to ask, though. What is up with the sanity certificates?
0: I love the sanity certificates, and one, I
2: want one. Once was excusable, two was pushing it, now three, it's its pushing the limits of believability here with Ed getting... Let out of Arkham with one of these magic sanity certificates. I love so bad. But you know, don't get it twisted. I'm happy to see it out and presumably uh, running Penguin's campaign. I'm guessing that's where it's going, right? Yeah. Do you th- do you have any thoughts on that? No, I was just pretending to be Penguin sticking his head out, the <laughs> out of the window. Yeah. Uh, if you need a. If you need a GIF of that, uh, Gotham has to be- the official Gotham Twitter tweeted one out, so nice. steal that one. Um, Bobby in the chat room uh, says maybe Mayor Babs. That could Mayor be fun.
0: Tabs, I think Mayor is Tabs a better chance of Mayor Tabs. I could see that. More I on her that.
2: later. But I, I really loved uh, the Penguin's plan to get at the sanity certificate. Mm. Uh, you know where he exploits the the civil servant who is in over his head in a dead end.
0: Oh dude, job. the inmates way took over that asylum.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I I love how he exploits that. You know, never underestimate job dissatisfaction. They and it's very such a an ordinary sort of plan too. It's not mm-hmm. It's not this big, brash, bold, rocket launcher type plan. Right. It's just this, yeah, that would totally work in real life. And I, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff happens all the time. Not right. by cro- crooks, but by ordinary business people.
0: That's what I was going to say. It's not a penguin plan. It's a politician plan.
2: Yeah. That's all it is. It's, Definitely. It's so- uh, but I, I love that scene and the the Mayor James in the restaurant uh, yep. scene. I, I they, they show that this conniving, fifth-dimensional chess-playing penguin that I really missed in season two mm-hmm. he, uh, is back with a vengeance uh, after everything he went through in season two. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just wondering how he's going to react to Falcone.
0: Uh, speaking of Don, speaking Falcone, of Falcone, so Lee is going to be Don Falcone's daughter-in-law. That I is guess. completely and 100% suspicious, since Don Falcone is the one who helped Jim escape so he could find her. <laughs> He knew where she Mm -hmm. was. Yeah. Like that was part of the deal is he knew where she was.
2: Well, I I think he feels uncomfortable about the whole situation too. Because he basically says, uh, oh, yeah, you're you're the type of woman who causes disasters to happen. Yeah, basically. Like,
0: y'all, you're dangerous. (laughs) So he obviously knew where she was. And here's what I think happened. Mm -hmm. I think he sent his son there to seduce her. Mm. I think this is all a big Don. It's all part of a a plot. Maybe this is the Don's return to power. I like it. Uh, maybe the Don will be running for the mayor <laughs> against the Penguin.
2: I like it. That I could see. I like it times two.
0: <clears throat> um, he also could be the reason that his son was offered a position as the head of trauma at Gotham General, I want to say. Mm. So I well, think, he
2: definitely has the pull.
0: Right. So that's the thing. You know, these are, you know in the, the falcone column
2: mm-hmm.
0: however in fact this entire situation is getting rather suspicious does jim owe don falcone something or has he done something to offend him was he not grateful enough when he was <laughs> broken out of blackgate why is the don so against jim gordon
2: i don't know it, because
0: that's definitely the way that looks. well
2: i know that uh jim really had a hand in causing falcone's fall even though like he yeah, didn't but he, he did, helped
0: him get away he he went
2: to florida he 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 did he obviously uh you know jim did help don falcone but it was uh, jim's actions throughout all of season one that were a big part of the reason falcone lost his empire you right know? right
0: um over in the chat room pal family says when did lee learn that mario was a falcone and I'm pretty sure it was right at that dinner. I don't think she had any idea.
2: <laughs> I think they completely just... Mm-hmm. There you go. I do definitely feel like Lee moved on a bit too fast. Like,
0: But that's why I'm saying it's really yeah. suspicious. Because Bobby's like, did they just get engaged as soon as she met him? Mm-hmm. You know, some people get engaged rather quickly. I'm not going to say who. But I'm just going to say some people <laughs> get engaged quickly. And But I think in this situation that... If this is all a big, elaborate Don Falcone plan, it makes sense that he sent his son. No, he's not in the family business, but you can't be completely out of the family business when when it's the mafia.
2: Especially not in Gotham.
0: Sorry. So I think – I'm going to stick to Falcone sent Mario to seduce Lee and then to – get engaged and come back to Goffman. Raise all sorts of crazy.
2: It's reasonable. Because now I I just don't understand why Lee would make the decision to get engaged again so soon.
0: Because he seduced her. Like, dude, you men have your ways. Do just, we? You do. So, <laughs> there you go, audio listeners. Uh, but yeah, I'm sticking to it. This is all
2: blah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and Bobby says in terms of uh, Lee knowing about Falcone uh, Sr., uh, no, I think Lee knew before the dinner if Lee just had just found out, she would have stormed out. Possibly. Mm,
0: I don't know, because then she just started a scene with mm-hmm. Falcone and been yeah. on his bad side. So, I mean, it could go either way. But uh.
2: But I, I think uh, Penfold agrees with me uh, that the whole thing happened way too fast. But I, I see your point, too. I, I think there's one thing we can all agree on, though, and in that, that it is awesome – That Don Falcone is back in the mix.
0: That's really all that matters, right? He
2: he was very much missed in season two besides that one-off episode he was in and everything. I I think they were testing the waters to see if they could bring Mm. him back. And Powell Family asked, was Mario Lee's baby doctor downstate?
0: I'm actually going to guess no because Mm -hmm. he's a trauma doctor in the ER and that's a very different specialty.
2: Now, if someone had uh, busted Lee upside the back of the head with a baseball bat, then Mario would have been right there. Yep. Mario and Luigi, probably. Mario know, and luigi really, Lee. Just... Uh <laughs> Mario and luigi like, Oh, my God. Mario and luigi oh,
0: That's why they named him Mario, I bet.
2: Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see where they take it, uh, for sure. Um, okay, so I, I didn't have, like, any more fully formed points so I, I decided to end my time here with some kibbles and bits <laughs> kibbles okay and bits so bits first of all i love that alfred called yanni bruce sunshine in the boxing scene just like he calls normal bruce sunshine uh-huh. uh i love the moment between cat uh, and bruce where you can tell bruce <gasps> sees the good in cat when she's describing why she feels so responsible for ivy
3: i
0: felt so bad because all he wanted to do was go with her and look for ivy and do all that and he's like i got this guy but i can't tell you about it yeah
2: him. yeah i'm kind yeah, of stuck was- right now the, I, you
0: know, it's a bad time. i see you're trying to be
2: a good person, but I can't help I you. I want to put the moves on you, but I have no skills. <laughs> but he did have the have the turtleneck. Oh, he God. did grab her hand too.
0: I know that was they well, held that hands. Was, they did, that and she cute. didn't like cringe, and she was wearing yeah.
2: sparkles for some reason.
0: <laughs> it was very weird. Anyway.
2: And I, I also I, – and I posed this question during our live tweeting on Twitter last night too. So if Gordon g- got hit by a bat, then use the same bat to defeat superstitious and cowardly criminals, does that make him some sort of bat-man? Dun-dun-dun. Okay, and that's all the kibbles and bits that's I have. That's all the
0: kibbles and bits. All right, Ever, and you I actually to... have one more point. <laughs> this is crazy. So Babs and Tabs' relationship does not seem to be as lovely as it once was, and I'm curious what's going on there. Miss Tabby <laughs> seems to be getting bored of the little things that excite Babs because uh, um, Babs is like a cat. She's so easily entertained by things that just go. Like She's always like mm-hmm. messing around and playing with things. Um, I really hope that this isn't going to be another one of those times where Gotham takes an amazing woman and makes her boring like Lee or writes her off the show like Montoya.
2: You, now, now, who do you think? Tabs.
0: Tabs. Tabby. Tabs. Because Tabby barely said like two sentences in the first three episodes.
2: Well, they've kind of kept her around as a series regular far longer than I thought they ever would.
0: Far longer.
2: Yeah. Far longer. So, so I think, sh- I think just on the notion of that and the fact that they kind of set up that. There are some hurt feelings between her and Butch. I feel like she's probably safe for a while. There's
0: a thing coming. Something The other, you know, the other shoe's going to drop. Mm-hmm. But I'm just so curious as to – I just don't want yeah. them to – I don't want her to fall to the wayside like they tend to do.
4: Because
0: mm. they even did it with Babs and then all of a sudden she became Stabby Babs and it was a
2: whole yeah. different world. Over in the chat room, uh, they're, they're talking a bit more about Lee mm-hmm. and uh, Bobby says everything I, about Lee what – is Lee doing is totally against her character. I think he's saying what Lee's doing is totally yes. against her character. And then Penfold says, what character Lee's sole purpose has been to be Jim's girlfriend. Now, apparently her job is to be not Jim's girlfriend.
0: Ooh. And uh, Jimbo points out that Tabby has to stay long enough to teach I'm mm-hmm. Sorry, I have a piece of ice, but it, oh. I, th-
2: I think that, uh, you know, I think Lee, Lee's character, the hints of the, the Leslie Tompkins we know from the comic books are all there. Kind of her compassion, and all this stuff. I also think that we're seeing her before she's really developed those as hardened traits. Okay. And I also think to some degree she she can come off sometimes as just Jim's girlfriend. But I think Barbara was the same way and that completely <laughs> turned around. That's, so. true. Mm-hmm.
0: I, yeah, that, that's true. That's true. That's what I've got for you.
2: Okay. So now it's time for the arbitrary scale. Uh, we're going to decide how we feel about this episode using an arbitrary scale I make up. On it's the a, spot. It's a fabulous one. This week's is five. 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 Out five of, what? Out of, no, just five. Just five? <laughs> just five. Out of five, Anne-Marie, how many uh, fives do you uh, – how many numbers do you give this episode? 4.75. 4.75. five. What?
0: I was really good. No. <laughs> um, You know, I like where we're going with uh, Yanni. I love mm-hmm. all the stuff with Mayor James and Penguin. Thank goodness Ed is out of Arkham because I couldn't go much longer without his craziness. Mm-hmm. And um, I love everything about Jervis and Alice. And I'm really, you know, I like Dark and Twisted. Definitely. So definitely. let's bring on the Dark and Twisted. <laughs> like Bobby, three. Question
2: three question mark. mark? Um, I'm going to give it four. I four? Think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, j- just because it was great. Uh, like I love the Mad Hatter. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good um there there were i i again and this has been happening a bit this season i feel like it is jumping around so much to all these different characters to where it might serve the individual episodes better if they kind of focused on two or three plot lines at a time in one episode yeah. but at the same time i kind of like where it's going but you
0: have to have that touch in with everybody like yeah. we didn't have anything with ivy this week directly mm-hmm. So, and I think last week we had no Selena. So there's always, somebody always gets left out of the mix. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay. uh, To wrap it up here from the chat room, the Powell family gives it 4.25. Good. Uh, The Jordan gives it four and Jimbo gives it 4.2. Nice. With a one to grow on. Okay. So that about does it for our discussion of, what is it? The eyes have it. The hills have eyes. Uh, Look into my eyes. That's the name of the episode. And now. It's time for the news.
1: <laughs> news. News.
2: First up, the ratings uh, Gotham got a 1.0 out of 3 or 3.9 million. 3.19 million. 3.19 million. Yes. Uh, share.
0: So I believe that was low. There wasn't much like mm-hmm. I literally just had the chart <laughs> with yeah. the numbers because there was other stuff going on last night.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, yeah, that is low, though. It went down. Yeah, pretty low. And I think that is something that will change with your uh, DVR views and your online views.
2: Yeah, that, yeah the, the adjustment always helps it for sure. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I ain't scared. I ain't scared. Yeah. No. I, I, I think uh, the show's doing fine, if nothing else, makes it, us happy. by my enjoyment, for sure. Okay, so uh, we're going to take a look at uh, next week's trailer for uh, – what's the name of New
0: Day Rising.
2: New Day Rising. Give me one second. Sorry you're looking at my dock right now. There we go. New Day Rising. Let's take a look at this. And we have some really nice shots of the mm, Mad Hatter. Shady. Jim holding a gun. Oh, the guns. That's right. This preview the, had like
0: a bazillion guns. Yeah,
2: there's a lot of guns. There's, there's a uh, gun
0: to Jim's head. There's some there's Alice. Alice. And, there's uh, darkness.
2: I'm just going to say, this trailer very heavily implies that Harvey Bullock is going to buy it. Bite it? Bite it. Uh, or buy the farm. And uh, this is, uh, it looks like Jim might be the tricker man. And, which I've been it's theorizing- I've been theorizing it's going to be Ed, yeah. but it looks like it might be Jim.
0: Interesting. What
2: do you think about that?
0: I think that continues to make me sad, sad panda, as it has since the first time <laughs> you brought it up. Uh, nice. But it does look more and more possible. So there's mm-hmm. that.
2: Okay. And uh, Anne-Marie, why don't you tell them about Justin Bieber and Sean Pertweil? The
0: beebs. Okay. Biebs. So, Mr. Justin Bieber, once – A British butler just like Alfred Mm -hmm. to help keep him out of trouble and to teach him to stop being a jerk face. Yeah,
2: and apparently Sean Pertwee is is like
0: all down with that
2: because he he was like, How much are you (laughs) paying? I'll and you know it. what's
0: really funny? He could probably outdo his Gotham salary.
2: Probably. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure he could. I'm but sure he could. But would
0: he really want that life?
2: Yeah, but we are going to be talking about this story a bit more on tonight's episode of our other podcast, Universe Box, uh, mm-hmm. which you can catch at universe bo- live.universebox.com at 10 p.m. EST on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Or you can subscribe to the podcast through iTunes. Just yep. search for Universe Box. Look for the yellow album art. Yellow uh, and blue. If, if you like uh, entertainment news, pretty much, uh, check out that show; you'll probably like that too. Okay, and the last story is invalid link. Um, oh. Let's see here. Womp womp. Yeah, um, unfortunately, uh, it, it, it David Daveed has a new. Yeah, David has a new movie. Oh. So uh, you know, search for David on IMDb. Was, we had
0: it on Facebook, and I clicked through to get to the actual. Yeah, I apparently copied and pasted wrong. Okay,
2: it's okay. It happens. Sorry. Okay, so we're gonna wrap up with listening to what you guys. Have have to say about this episode. As always, when you get done watching the episode next week, go shoot Harvey Bullock. Mm-hmm.
0: Don't be wracked with
2: guilt. Hide
0: hi with your
2: computer then email us legends of gotham at gmail.com tweet us at legends of gotham facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash legends of gotham and the voicemail number is 424-274-2352 again that's 424-274-2352 and as usual we're going to start off with bobby take it away bobby Hey
3: guys, it's Bobby. <gasps> All right, so I'm going to try to make this as uh, quick and short and sweet as I can. So I love the we introduction of uh, Tetch, I believe his name was, the Hatter, whatever you want to call him. Uh, uh, what's up with the guy's pupils? Or did he even have pupils? Because it looked like just total black in his eyes. I don't know if that's the actor or if they h- used some sort of contacts or yeah, whatnot. I saw that. Great effect, mm-hmm. really creepy. Uh, and as far as the guy he hypnotized, do you think the actor was some sort of acrobat or do you think they used a trick here? Because either way, there were skill involved. Uh, I think it was
2: probably Wires, honestly, although I have seen a chair act like that at Epcot at Disney World. Oh, They're, yeah. So, so, I mean, that is possible. Uh, the, they,
3: we finally get a name for uh, Yanni Bruce. Uh, what is it? Uh, 514A, I believe. Something like uh, that. Call him 5 for short. I'm just going to continue to call him Yanni Bruce. And apparently yes! Yanni Bruce is a Jason Bourne-level badass. Love the scene. Hashtag Team Yanni Bruce. Between him and, and Bruce and Alfred. I also love the scene between Jim and Val. Apparently Jim is not used to uh, one-night stands because that was <laughs> totally awkward. And he totally got played. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about Lee coming back to town because even the episode says that just a few months ago – that not only was she engaged to to another man, Gordon, she was pregnant with his child. Uh, you know, obviously mm-hmm. stuff happened, blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> but um, sorry, I apologize of just blah, blah, blah that because anyway. Uh,
2: well, you think you think it
3: would take longer to get over that sort of. Yeah. thing? Yeah, um, but then. She just goes off, meets this guy who I can't even believe, like Lee, how is Lee just totally a different person? That she would be with a Falcone regardless of the situation of, of how distant he is from the Falcone family. Um, that she would come back to Gotham in in, in this in oh, just everything about the <laughs> scenario just totally throws me off. And bad Juju on Lee, um, bad Juju
0: on Lee. Oh, so Juju, then of course
3: Juju. we get the payoff of the of the cold open where the Hatter just straight up tells the guy to kill himself and then his wife, or I guess it would have to be the other way around, killing <laughs> his wife and then himself. Um this show is just totally twisted. Uh, yeah. I love the Cottable putt arc. Uh, the scene, uh, the penguin walk through his election headquarters, just totally brings back thoughts of uh, DeVito in Batman Returns. Love the nod. Um, mm-hmm can't wait to see how this plays out. I love Aubrey James or I love Richard Kind as Aubrey James because Richard <laughs> Kind is, is so forced – usually forced to play bing like a Nebuchadnezzar type dude and this is just totally playing against type for him and I feel like he's just relishing every moment of it.
2: Yeah, and he's been a bit comedic in uh, his appearances before but this time it was very – Not. Not.
3: Uh, it does look like Yanni Bruce has has a thing for Selena. I really don't think he has like cruel intentions to anyone involved, Ooh, even though attention. it does seem to look like they're playing it up that way. I think he just has a thing for Selena and wants to be with Selena. So now he's pretending to be Bruce because he sees that Selena has a thing for Bruce. Um, and then it was cool to see Gordon in action uh, as far as you know, being the whole bounty hunter thing, and or you know. I mean, like, like Bullock said before, I mean, you're just uh, not a cop. In, you're you're just a few steps from being a cop or not a cop in name or wh- mm-hmm. however he put mm-hmm. it. But, I mean, you know, he's basically doing the legwork. Um, and, and then let's talk about that doctor visit for just a second because not only was Gordon such a man that he didn't have to take any local anesthetic or anything like that, right? but the doctor was so impressive that he didn't have to clean the wound. He didn't have to... Uh, <laughs> you know put any sort of local anesthetic he did not nothing uh, no bandages when he was done i mean whoa he just spit <laughs> on it and rubbed it with sandpaper yeah i mean <laughs> that makes no sense at all um but hey it's gotham so i, <laughs> I really like this week's episode so out of 47 six of the headers watch i'm gonna give it 45
2: Thank you very I much, Bobby. Them. I love it. Very much appreciated. Okay, uh, next up we have a voicemail from Win. Take it away, Wynn. Yay!
4: Hey, guys. Hello, Legends of Gotham. This is Win. Everything in last night's episode was excellent except for the main attraction. I find Mad Hatter and Alice to be totally unnecessary because all they do or represent has already been woven into the fabric of the show by other characters. For example, Jervis Tetch is redundant because we already have a mind-control villain in Fish Mooney, and we've seen Victor Zaz play the mental conditioning keyword game on Butch. Penguin already murdered a rich family to grab some real estate. And Jerome and Babs even had a much better stage act. And if Hatter's supposed to be mad, no one is ever going to play insanity better than Ed Nigma. <laughs> As for Alice, where have we seen the controlling evil brother with a fiery sister who wants to be good? Hello, Firefly.
2: Very good yeah, points. That's true.
4: Hatter's quest to control her special powers also reminds me of Galavan's obsessive reign over his niece Silver. You can remove both Hatter and Alice from the script, and nothing is affected except Jim Gordon's take-home pay and the reason for his head wound. And Poison Ivy should have caused that by clocking him with a flower pot when he came looking for her. Ultimately, Hatter didn't reveal anything to the audience that they didn't already know. That Stabby Babs reacts poorly to rejection and that Jim is self-destructive are hardly secrets. When Tabby has her eye-roll moment and remarks to Babs, A magician? Really? And Babs replies that she should be happy because he fills the seats... It struck me as meta-commentary on Gotham's ratings. Did they bring in this character mainly to draw in more viewers? Even a Once Upon a Time Wonderland character wore his clothes better. I'm calling (laughs) this character Jervis Jafar from this point forward. (laughs) Other than that, I loved every single thing in this episode, and I'm eager to hear what you all thought of it.
2: Thank you very much, that was, Win.
0: That was really good, and things I had not thought of.
2: And I mean, I, I love hearing from Win because she always has these very well reasoned opinions. Exactly, you gotta respect them mm-hmm. for sure. Totes. Okay, we have a couple uh, letters here. I well, one YouTube comment. Uh, we have a uh, a, a video. video out there at YouTube.universebox.com dot com called Penguins Clothes. The, or- was this my theory? I, I think theory. it was a combo thing. Combo but but basically the theory was that uh, Penguin... W- Every
0: time he killed people, he put on their clothes.
2: Yeah, so eventually he was going to be this big rotund right. penguin, like you know from the comics, because he was wearing so many layers of clothes.
0: Yeah, this was like really early season one when we were like, ah, oh, all the stuff.
2: Yeah, and Project Redfoot uh, commented, I friggin' love this theory. I'm going to watch it with that in mind from now on.
0: Which, you know, and it mm-hmm. kind of works because he's probably wearing his dead father's suits. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he didn't kill him, but dead guy's clothes.
2: Yeah, and Mike Moore asked, hey guys, any idea who the Catwoman lookalike is uh, that's part of Fish's Monsters? Um Hold on, I can't. okay. At first, I thought it might be Firefly, but after seeing her in the second episode, I don't think it is. Love the podcast. Looking forward to listening to this season. And uh, I, regardless Not of so- who she was, I'm pretty sure she's who they threw on that pyre.
0: Yeah, I'm it, pretty it sure she's week. dead now. Yeah. So
2: yeah, she's probably dead. Okay, and uh, to wrap it up, uh, here we have one last voicemail from Holy Bat Pastor. <gasps> Take it away, Holy Bat Pastor. What? Legends
1: of Gotham, how you doing? Bill and Anne Marie, long time no talk. Uh, this is Holy Bat Pastor, and uh, this may sound like I'm rambling, because I am. (laughs) I'm in traffic. And I'm not going to be able to be with you guys tonight, Uh, and uh, I just hope that you know that even though I feel like I've been away, I really haven't. I've been trying to catch up on all of the uh, previous episodes and watching Gotham this season faithfully. I'm just going to weigh in real quick. I don't have anything funny or uh, that creative (laughs) to offer tonight, but just wanted you to know that I love you guys, and I appreciate so much what you do for the show and for the fans of the show on a weekly basis.
2: Naturally, we love you too, of with course. all of our hearts, all four of them. I
1: I'm just I can't even express my gratitude. So, um, regarding last night's episode, all I all I can really say right now is that wow, what a job <laughs> with the Mad Hatter! What a way to reinvent the character without strain. Mm. I felt like too far from the spirit. Okay. of what we've known of this character before. I'm really curious to see where they're taking this. I was intrigued from the moment that he appeared on the screen. I, I really appreciate the actor that they've chosen, and I did see some of his work in The Walking Dead, and... um And I hope fans of that show will be quick to to check out Gotham and uh, develop an appreciation for it. So really excited to see what's going on there. Um, There's so much to talk about that that I really can't do it justice. So I'm just (laughs) going to mention this one small detail. Um, Sometimes you wonder if this is just coincidence or if these types of things are purposeful for future plot points. Um, but do you recall early in season two, um, one of the, uh, I think now, iconic scenes where Jerome is clinging to the side of an oil or a gasoline tanker, and he's banging on it, and it had a very heat mm-hmm. Ledger, the Dark night yes. type feel to it, mm-hmm. and they have just hosed down the busload of cheerleaders with gas. <laughs> I always loved that vehicle because I thought it was emblematic of what makes Gotham work and how you can never tell what time period this is set in. Everything's so Mm -hmm. distinctive. And in spite of the dark, gritty, and kind of charcoal gray character uh, to the show, this was very bright and colorful, and it stood out. It really popped on the screen. Well, I don't know how I missed it, and maybe you all have talked about it before, but do you recall earlier in this season, it was the first episode when a very reptilian-type monster was Mm -hmm. being approached Mm -hmm. by bounty hunter Jim Gordon and is all of a sudden run over by a truck? If you'll freeze it, it is that same truck.
2: Ooh. And I couldn't
1: help but wonder, is that some type of teaser letting us know that Jerome is alive and well and he's ready to make his debut once again? Ooh. I don't know. Just, just food for thought. Also, I, like I wish I could tell you which episode it was, but i oh,
2: oh, oh, he oh, cut oh, off, oh. but you know what? It's okay because he called back, so.
1: Hi, my name is Holy Bat Pastor and I have a big mouth. And apparently I'm pretty long-winded too, so I'll kind of close this thought out. The the Hest oil truck that I was referring to is spotted in another episode, and uh, apparently I thought I was so brilliant I would be able to recall (laughs) the episode without writing it down, and that is not the case. Apparently I'm overworked, and so with that in mind, I'm going to go ahead and get off the phone so that I don't ramble anymore. But I appreciate <laughs> you guys and listening, and uh, good luck. Great job with everything that you're doing.
2: Thank you very much, Thank Ollie you P- that, Pastor. Pastor. Always great to hear from you. Uh, call in when you can, please. Yes, please. Uh, okay, uh, so I, I think that about does it for the voicemail. Next week, when you get done watching the episode, like I said, kill Harvey Bullock. Do not kill Harvey Bullock. You know what? Kill Yanni Bruce, too. I
0: can't kill anybody, Bruce, Burn can't their bodies. Music.
2: Then write us legends of Gotham at gmail.com. Tweet us at legends of Gotham. Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number is 424 274 2352. Again, that's 424 274 2352. I will say, you know, rem- I just want to remind you Reminder. we record these Tuesdays,
0: Tuesdays, eight
2: thirty p.m. 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Eastern. At live.universebox.com. As
0: long as Hurricane Matthew doesn't tear us away.
2: Yes, definitely. And also, if you're live in the chat room, or if you're not, uh, at 10 p.m. on Tuesdays. And Thursdays. uh, And Thursdays, Eastern Time, we record Universe Box, our our brand new show. It's a news show. We'd really love it if you stuck around for it. If you're in the chat room live, though, uh, just probably about five or ten minutes after we go off the air, just refresh the live page, and the new video will be up there. And uh, Penfold in the chat room says, "Never kill Harvey." No, no he
0: says, "Never kill Harvey." Oh, okay. <laughs> you have to read the mm-hmm. at- or the caps.
2: But we do want to thank all the people in our chat room, uh, us and the Bobby and Jimbo and Jordan and Penfold Pal family. When Win was, was there, in there briefly? And uh, you guys are and the greatest. The rest. Okay, so Anne Marie, where can people find you online?
0: You can find me on Twitter at amdsimone or check out my blog crunchycrafty.com. Um, and I recently appeared on an. Ad- episode of the Legends of Tomorrow podcast <coughs> from DCTV podcast for an all-women power episode.
2: Okay, and uh, Yeah, and I, I checked it out. It was pretty decent. <laughs> pretty decent. pretty as, decent. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter, at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And you know what? I haven't plugged this in a while. You can pick up my superhero adventure series, Dogboy Adventures, at dogboyadventures.com. Yeah. Now, we're going to be back next week, Tuesday, 8.30 p.m. EST, at live.universebox.com to talk more wonderful Fox programming on (laughs) Legends of Gotham so uh, join us next time I guess for more (laughs) Legends Legends of of Gotham Gotham. that was a little awkward that was it's okay good job
0: on that Magic Man never get that one
2: right fast as
0: you can
1: look into my eyes oh
2: my god we have one minute